At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. How about them bolts? They say a change would do you good, and a change of scenery has certainly done that for the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs on the board against the Avs. Hi, I'm Stormy Tony. Welcome into my guys in the desert. We're coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. And after all of the crying that I did yesterday about how your girl can't win a bet to save her life, and she's so anti this series... Went 4-0 yesterday, so we are no longer complaining. All of the bets that we talked about, um, myself and Jonathan Davis of NHL Network Sirius XM Radio, all of them came through, so we're feeling pretty good. We'll talk plenty about that game, recap from a betting perspective what went down in just a little bit when we get into top five. But on the show today, great guest list. The NBA draft coming up in just a couple of days. We'll have ESPN draft analyst Paul Biancardi on the program. See who he thinks is going number one since we've had some steam there with Dukes, Paolo Bancaro, Raisin up on the odds board. We'll get into a stacked baseball card at the end of the hour as well. John Langeza, MLB writer for The Athletic, covering things from a betting and fantasy perspective, will join us. His pinstripes, by the way, how about how well the Yankees have performed to this point? 50 wins, the first team to reach that mark this season in just 67 games. They, at this stage in the season, surpassing what the 1927 Yankees had done, which is just unheard of, largely considered the greatest team of all time. Uh, I'm getting on a tangent here. Johnny Avello, director of Sportsbook Operations, takes us behind the counter as well, talking not only where the money is going in the NBA draft and the Stanley Cup final, but uh, NFL futures, some things on the move, because there are a lot of NFL news today, which is where where we will start in today's top five news and notes, odds and updates that impact us as betters. Number one, the Cleveland Browns quarterback, Deshaun Watson, has settled all but four of the 24 lawsuits against him alleging sexual misconduct. So the big question now is how the settlements might affect any decision to suspend Watson in the personal conduct policy of the NFL. League spokesman Brian McCarthy said today's development has no impact on the collectively bargained disciplinary process, but the NFL has yet to announce what that punishment may be. B. Last week, the Washington Post reported Watson's camp is bracing for a one-year suspension despite his repeatedly denying any wrongdoing. And while the Brown season win total is off the board, still Watson himself, a 22-1 to shot to win next year's MVP. Cleveland plus 210 in the AFC North Division odds, 11-1 to for fifth on the board in the AFC and a 20-1 to shot in the Super Bowl. Number two, Rob Gronkowski is hanging up the cleats again. 
The news uh, first reported via Twitter this morning by Jordan Schultz and confirmed later in a statement by Gronk, um, just thanking the Bucks organization, teammates, coaches, fans, everything, added, I will now be going back into my retirement home, walking away from football again with my head held high, knowing I gave it everything I had. But maybe it's not forever, ever. Adam Schefter reporting, posting on Twitter that Gronk's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, texted him that he would not be surprised if Tom Brady called Gronk during the season to come back. And Rob answers the call, said, that's just my opinion, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rob comes back during the season or next season. Juicy, the call from Tom worked pretty well in 2020. Took him to a Super Bowl win, added another ring together. Bucks are 7-1 to one to win this year's big game, a 3-1 to one favorite to win the AFC and a big $3 favorite to win the NFC South with or without Brady's favorite red zone target and fun friend. Number three. Now, speaking of things that are going on in Tampa, we've got a series, like I said, off the top in the Stanley Cup final going. The Lightning bouncing back at home last night with a big 6-2 win to cut the Avs series lead down two games to one. The Bolts cover the puck line. Total goes over for a third straight game. Goal in the first 10 and first and second period overs. All three for three so far in this set. Keep that in the back pocket when betting the series moving forward. And while it was nearly bound to Chushkin, Avs captain Gabe Landeskog ends up cashing 12-1 tickets again to score first. He is the first goal in four of the five games with Tampa between the regular season and playoffs. Delivered both goals for Colorado last night on the power play. And it was an important bounce-back game for Bolts netminder Andre Vasilevsky after allowing 11 goals the first two games. 37 saves on 39 shots yesterday goes over his prop at the 32 and a half. It's the sixth straight game. The Lightning have held an opponent to two goals or fewer on home ice at Amelie Arena. Darcy Kemper went under his saves prop for a third straight game pulled after allowing five pucks in the back of the net on just 22 shots before Pavel Francouz entered the game in relief. So will we have a goalie controversy moving forward? Nikita Kucherov Tampa's best producer this postseason had a pair of assists but left the game late in the third period after getting cross-checked into the boards. John Cooper sounded optimistic about him being available in game four, but TBD. Got slight juice coming in on Colorado at DraftKings for tomorrow's game. Minus 115, Lightning minus 105. And total is actually ticked around from five and a half and six. So it appears some under money had been coming in. Lightning in the series from plus 450 to plus 250 to come back in the set. Number four, remember everybody, when Brooks Kepka complained to reporters about the black cloud that was over the U.S. Open, asking all these questions about the Live Golf Tournament. Well, apparently, he's the latest star to leave the PGA for the Saudi-backed league, so maybe that's the real reason why he was putting off questions. He didn't want to answer the tough ones. The four-time major champion expected to compete in the first Live event in the U.S. starting June 20th from Pumpkin Ridge in Portland, Oregon. Abraham Answer, who's ranked 20th in the world, also reportedly leaving the tour, giving Live Golf eight of the top 50 players in the latest world rankings. World number four, Colin Morikawa publicly denying as much as possible rumors that he would be defecting tweeting. He's, quote, here to stay. Morikawa not in the field at this week's Travelers Open, but Rory McIlroy and Scotty Scheffler are tied atop the odds board 9-1 betting favorites, followed by Justin Thomas at 10-1 and Patrick Camp play at 14-1. College World Series update for you. The last team in, last team to make the tournament, Ole Miss, has now found themselves in the best possible position to not only make the College World Series, but potentially win it a plus 185 favorite to be this year's national title contenders. The Rebels downed Arkansas yesterday 13-5 for their seventh straight win in the NCAA tournament. They'll have the day off today as they are awaiting the winner of this evening's elimination game between the Hogs and Auburn. Auburn, who sent Stanford home yesterday, is a plus 110 dog to Arkansas. Total 13. That one first pitch at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern. And in progress right now, Texas A&M and Notre Dame, an elimination game. The Aggies, who are a plus 110 dog coming into the game with a 5-1 lead in the bottom of the eighth. So, will the luck of the Irish come back in this game late? Or will they be done? Uh, I've absolutely loved the College World Series. It's been so fun to watch these underdogs come to fruition the way they have. Crazy Tennessee, Texas, Stanford, all out of this thing. Now, I want to double down on some of the headlines today. Good news or bad news. And we will start with um, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler reporting NFL offensive line and, and NFL offensive line coach Mac Jones is way too protected in the Patriots offense in 2021. So we're going to go through this headline and a couple more saying good news or bad news is the fact, for example, that Mac Jones was too protected 
good or bad for the Patriots moving forward. And and this we talked a little bit yesterday with Freddie Coleman talking about that Jeremy Fowler article that came out where he surveyed various NFL executives, scouts, coaches, and so forth. And they just anonymously gave their opinion on a lot of things. And for Jones specifically, many of them were in agreement that he was the best of those second-year quarterbacks last year. Um, the Patriots just didn't have him push the ball. They were hyper-conservative. I mean, we all remember that game against Buffalo where he had 19 yards on three attempts. Um, but hey, a win's a win. But if you're a Patriots fan or backer, uh, I think this is this is good news that that's the perspective. I think it's a rookie year where you're feeling things out. A lot of people think of, you know, year two as the sophomore slump coming after somebody's had a decent year. But Mac was very middle of the road, I feel like. And most coaches, when you talk to them about the biggest jump for a player coming into year two, it is that big jump from year one to that second year at the new level. And so let's open up things for Mac and, and show us what he's got. Uh, just hopefully you get an offensive play caller at some point because Joe Judge and Matt Patricia being your options, uh, maybe that's the bad news of this situation. But a storyline to monitor, the Patriots win total eight and a half. They won 12 with Mac, 10 with Mac last year. So for them to go under this number, they'd have to have a losing record, which the Patriots don't do often. 2020, the, the one time that it's happened in 22 years. Another headline here, Matt Rule says Matt Corral has a long way to go. Uh, in quotes to Joe Person of The Athletic, beat writer for the Carolina Panthers, said he understands there's no timetable for him. He said it's your job to get ready and the opportunity will come when it comes. You have to be ready for it. Rule said, I expect the way he works, but he has a lot to learn and doubled down a lot to learn. Um, if you are a Panthers fan or backer, is this good news or bad news that they don't seem urgent to test Matt Corral? And again, I think this is good news. We're so quick to just rush people into things they're not necessarily ready for when things aren't going to plan. And I get that the Panthers are coming off back-to-back five-win seasons and Sam Darnold sucks, but there's other options. Uh, rumors that the Panthers are interested in acquiring Baker Mayfield, and I think that should be the move. But when it comes to Matt Corral, it's not like he was this highly touted, super ready-to-go, top-overall pick type. He was available at number 94 overall in this year's draft for a reason. So let him learn. Let him see what it takes to be a pro um, and go from there. So I think that's great. The Panthers win total is six. And I hate to say it, I love this organization from my time working there. It means a lot to me, um, even with the restructured offensive line and things that they're trying to do to get better. I, I just, I don't see them having a very good gear. I could see them going under that and poor Matt Rule on the hot seat. We don't know how things are going to play out there ultimately. And last one here real quickly, Kyrie Irving and the Nets have start, stalled on contract talks. First reported by Sham Sharani, of course, clearing the way for the seven-time All-Star to consider the open marketplace. Good news or bad news for Nets and Nets fans that Kyrie might be moving on. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that most people from a basketball-specific perspective think that this is bad news and Kyrie's so talented. He's one of the best in the world at what he does. But is what he does on the floor worth what he does off of it? Like, he is such a distraction. He is not a guy I want in my locker room. And after the pain in the rear end he's been from day one, not just with the Nets, but everywhere. I don't know. I feel like Kevin Durant's probably just absolutely kicking himself, watching the Warriors celebrate and then having to deal with this situa situation. Anyways, don't forget, everybody, this show, as well as every show on Beeson, available now in podcast form. You can download on your own time. Make sure you become a subscriber today to My Guys in the Desert. Like I said up the top, the NBA draft is coming up Thursday. So on the other side of the break, ESPN draft analyst Paul B. and Cardi will join the program. Will the big three of Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and Paolo Bancara go in the order we expect? We will find out next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For just $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now through the end of July. Sign up today, you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB articles, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VSIN experience, which features our daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and the live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is just $19 to become a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash summers. We welcome you back here to My Guys in the Desert, Stormy Bond and Tony with you at Circus Sportsbook, the NBA draft is coming up Thursday from Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Lots of plot lines that we can dive into ahead of the big day. And there are very few people as dialed in to the basketball world as our guests. Welcome in Paul Biancardi, National Recruiting Director for ESPN, College Hoops, and NBA Draft Analyst. Welcome in, stranger. How are you? Uh, Stormy, I'm great. Good to hear your voice. Yes, always great to connect with you. And, you know, just when we're all sad, the NBA season's over, the league calendar says, hold on, look at us, more talent incoming. Uh, the draft is a really big day. Awesome to see um, players' dreams ultimately being realized. And everybody wants to know who's going to go number one. Auburn star Jabari Smith, the odds-on favorite to be the top overall selection. But we've seen a lot of steam in the realm of Paolo Bancaro from Duke coming up. He was 20-1 to 1 odds to be the top overall pick last Friday. Now he's plus 210. So why is Paolo all of a sudden getting a lot, a lot of love from people from betters and odds makers alike you think well workouts have a big part of it intel and uh, you know the tapes have been reviewed they've watched them play during the season and now you get a chance to see these guys up close personal you know the interviews they make a huge difference and when you when you look at the number one pick uh for orlando i mean they need scoring ability they they need offense they need talent and uh there's been a lot of buzz about jabari smith but you know, Paulo Bancaro plays with a lot of physical thrust. Uh, you know, he's NBA ready in terms of his body, more so than Chet and Jabari. Uh, you know, his stats were up and down for Duke at times, but, you know, he's an NBA power forward who can who score from the elbows down and, and can make the jump shot as well. You know, he, he is picking up a lot of uh, steam when it comes to the number one pick, but I still think at the end of the day, Orlando will take Jabari Smith. Please dive in a little bit deeper to that and Jabari and and why he uh, is built to be the top overall selection. It's been pretty cool to see uh, the way that Bruce Pearl has speak, spoken about Jabari lately. Well, first of all, he's probably the most humble guy in the draft. So that's attractive, right? When guys are humble and they're talented, 
Um, he, he just has a great work ethic with the humility. And then you look at him, Stormy. He, he's got a power forward frame, almost 6'10", but he's got the skills and the fluidity of a small forward. I mean, he's the best shooter among the top three guys that are being talked about for the number one spot between Paulo, Chet, and himself. And he's the best jump shooter, and the game is about shooting. He can stretch you out to three, but he also has great footwork. So when you put him with his back to the basket uh, on a basket cut or or a post-up situation, he can score inside and out. You hear that phrase all the time, but I think Jabari Smith has the best versatility, and he has the best jump shot among the three. Minus 155 odds on favorite for Jabari Smith to go number one overall. Chet Holmgren of Gonzaga, uh, somebody that we obviously had great eyes on throughout the course of this past season with the things that Gonzaga did in the regular season. But there have been, I know, some concerns as well with with his body type and frame and can he add the extra weight? And if he does, can he carry it so he doesn't get pushed around at the next level? What's your perspective on Chet Holmgren's future and where do you think he may play out on the draft board? Well, I think he's going to play out at two, but Stormy, if I was a GM and I had the number one pick, I would take Chet Holmgren myself. Uh, I've seen these guys since they were in high school. And he may be skinny and and scrawny for the NBA, but don't mistake that for a lack of toughness. He's got an edge to him. I mean, he he plays a a feisty game for a skinny guy. He's the best shot blocker in the draft. And in my mind, he's a world-class shot blocker, meaning not only can he block his man, but he can come from the weak side and erase it. He can get the chase down block. And he's got Anthony Davis-type shot-blocking ability. And then you flip him over on the offensive end, he knocks down threes at a clip, maybe not as well as Jabari Smith, but he's an easy three-point shooter, at least a mid-range shooter. He can pass the ball you know, high-low or from the outside in, and he functions on offense because he's smart. He's smart, he's tough, he's skilled, and he's a shot-blocker. I don't think you can leave that on the board. But I understand the concern about the weight, Mm -hmm. you know, the balance. He's got to play lower in his stance for longer stretches. And I think that time, balance, and strength, it it may be two years, but when that two years is over, I I think, you you know, in in my mind, three years from now, Chet could be the best player among the three. Wow. High praise. Get a little time to develop and see what he can do. That wingspan is something else, though. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Crazy. It really, it really is. Here with Paul Biancardi uh, of ESPN. And an- another person that I know you've paid close attention to over the last few years, Shaden Sharp. He's one of the big unknowns, I feel like, of this draft from a lot of the things that I've read. Somebody who could have a lot of boom or bust potential just because we haven't seen a whole lot of him, but the skill set is there. What can you tell us about Shaden? Well, I've probably seen him as much as anybody in the high school ranks because he played for Dream City Christian out in Arizona, and then he played um, in the EYBL circuit. So I've seen him you know, at least 10 times live in high school, and then he went to Kentucky. Now, after him, his playing on the circuit and in high school, Stormy, I moved him to number one in the class uh, after the July evaluation period. Then he decided to enroll early at Kentucky. So it, it tells you what I think about him, to put him number one in the class. Yeah. 6'4", 220 pounds, explosive. I mean, Jalen Green-type explosive, but stronger and more powerful than Jalen Green. Uh, scores the ball with the jump shot and the mid-range pull-up. You know, he's got instinct to score. He's got explosiveness to catch lobs. He understands the game. He, he's a quiet, unassuming guy, and I think some people interpret that as somebody who's not you know, passionate about the game. But he's very self-aware. He's just, he's just one of those introvert-type kids, but his game is loud. Um, and he is a mystery. He's a, I've gotten more calls about Shaden Sharp than I have anybody else in this draft because they want to know what you saw when I saw it. And, and I saw a guy who could dominate the high school level. And, and think about this, Stormy. If he played at Kentucky next year and he played to his ability, we'd be talking about him in, as a contending number one pick for next year's draft. So in my mind, he's top six or seven in this draft. Interesting. Really great. His over-under prop is 7.5, the under at a plus-135 price. So if you like him, talk six. Great insight to have. Um, And now, listen, every year there's always somebody that is unexpected to go top 10. Their name pops up out of nowhere. Is there a a sleeper name that stands out to you as somebody that's not on a lot of radars right now but could be a surprise play in the top 10? 
I don't top 10. I don't see anybody, but I'll give you a guy who I think is a surprise guy that doesn't get talked about because he's just a baby in the game is Blake Wesley, the young man from Notre Dame. I mean, he's six, four with a, a six, nine wingspan and an eight foot, seven inch standing reach. Great vertical attacks it downhill. Like reminds me of Dwayne Wade. I covered a lot of games this year for the ACC and that guy led them most nights at, at 15 points a game. He's an NBA athlete. He has a, a mentality to score the ball. I think he'll be in the teens to be drafted. Uh, I don't think he'll quite get to number 10, but nobody talks about Blake Wesley enough because of all the other names uh, being thrown out there. So he's going to be my sleeper in the draft. I love it. You are out there uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Charlotte Hornets have a couple of picks at number 13 and number 15. Mark Williams is a name that I've seen probably most frequent. I, there are a lot of different names out there, but I've just seen his yeah. name, I feel like, repeatedly in either one of those spots. Pretty on the nose with his over-under here in Vegas at 13 and a half with the Hornets having those two picks. Um, is he somebody, though, that you could consider going to Charlotte, or, or who do you like as a fit for them? Well, being in Charlotte, first of all, they got to get a coach, right? Because they lost Kenny Atkinson. So I don't know what the odds are on the coach, but um, I, I, I'm going to say this. I think it's going to be Mike D'Antoni because he was there the first time around uh, when Kenny Atkinson got it. So for all those people trying to get down on the coach, I think Mike D'Antoni is going to be it. Um, I, I would hope that Charlotte gets Mark Williams. They need him. They, they've needed size for a long time. In, in my mind, you know, outside of the top three guys, He's the best big guy in the draft, Stormy. He is a true center. He knows what he is. I watched him since a sophomore in high school. He made great progress to be a top 25 player in the high school game. Then he went to Duke. We saw his development at Duke. You, you could say he was the most important player down the stretch for Duke in the last 10 games. The rim protection, the rebounding, the finishability, scoring inside. You know, he just kind of, he kind of busted out in his sophomore year, especially down the stretch. I love him. I hope Charlotte does take him because he is the center that they need. And I think in, in three to five years, he could be a top five center in the league. Well, we'll see if Mark Williams is the guy. Dan Tony, by the way, is meeting with Michael Jordan today. So we'll see how that plans out. Thank you so much, Paul. You're amazing. Uh, Stormy, great catching up with you again. As always, that is Paul B. and Cardi of ESPN. Does a great job calling college basketball at the ESPN level as their national director of recruiting and, of course, the NBA draft analyst. Coming back here on My Guys in the Desert, it's Hot Take Tuesday. And Johnny Avello, director of sportsbook operations at DraftKings, will take us behind the counter. To my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and available in 10 varieties. They also come in two strengths so you can find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. And you know what time it is. It's Hot Take Tuesday. Producer Stephanie Kamershack, my girl, has come up with a couple of hot takes, and it's my job to determine the level of heat coming off them. First one that she's got for us here. Johnny Davis will go in the top 10. His over-under set at 9.5, over plus 200. We just finished a full segment with an NBA draft analyst, Steph, and you throw this one at me. Um, listen, oddsmakers are really good at what they do. That is why it's what they do, which is why I don't think this is honestly all that hot. It feels very on the nose. A lot of mock drafts that I've seen have him going nine to the Spurs, so I could see him cracking the top 10, fit well with DeJounte Murray and Pop System, but most that I've seen have him at 10. So while the plus 200 number is nice, I, I doubt that I'll bet that just because it is right there, right in between. Uh, the Lightning won't lose another game, plus 750 for the Lightning to come win out. Um, 
I don't think that's the case. I did, after game two, bet the abs in six because I felt like Tampa would go on and at least get one win on home ice. They knocked it out with a 6-2 win game three. They could very easily win again at home. Or if they do, go when they do, rather, go back to Denver, I think they're very capable of stealing a game on, on the road in Ball Arena. So I don't foresee the Lightning doing to Colorado what they did to New York. Sorry, too hot to trot. The Texans will not win a single game. Her final hot take, 16-1 to for the Texans to go winless. Uh, four and a half wins, by the way, for their total is a pretty low bar, and I know their schedule ain't easy, but it is also really, really hard to do a full season where you're beaten, where you've gone win. Like, this is way too hot a take for me. Um, only two teams have gone winless in the last 40 years. So, like I'm saying, it's hard to do. I know it's a rebuild. Um, Davis Mills, I thought, looked promising last year, and, and even with how bad they were, and they were bad. They still had some insane wins. They beat Tennessee. They beat the Chargers. I'm not saying they'll be good, but I think they'll win a game. I mean, they get two chances against Jacksonville, so there's that. Uh, let's welcome in Johnny Avello, Director of Sportsbook Operations, back on a Tuesday. Uh, Johnny, the NFL has had a lot of news coming in today, whether it's Rob Gronkowski retiring, Deshaun Watson, and his settlements that are being developed here. Like, how much as an odds maker are you just constantly tweaking with NFL totals and futures markets, even though we're in the complete off season? Well, we're tweaking, Stormy, but that. When you retire, does does that really mean that you're retired, or does that mean you're coming back in you know a month or three months from now? I don't trust Gronkowski. <laughs> really, that's the Rob Gronkowski Tom Brady special, isn't it, Johnny? Yeah, that is. That's a daily double. Those two guys. So um, I would say that we're making adjustments, but we're also cautious not to raise teams too high, knowing that it could be a reverse effect later down the road. Very understanding. While I've got NFL on the brain, though, what are some of the win totals that have had the most movement since you guys initially put them up? Uh, the the Jets are one that's kind of surprising. Uh, I guess surprising in that, you know, how many games are they actually going to win? We put them up five and a half. They're actually at five and a half over 65. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the draft. Uh, it is, Zach Wilson, you know, second year, maybe, uh, you know, maybe get a little bit more out of him this year. But, you know, Garrett Wilson, and then you've got uh, Brees Hall to join Michael Carter at the running back position. So, uh, you know, Jet fans and handicappers alike, and their schedule too, Stormy. That's another thing. I think they play the, the AFC and the NFC North, and maybe they get a win or so out of each one of those, possibly two. So, that's one that's getting it. There, and there's a few. I mean, nothing has moved. Uh, you know, Philly, uh, Philly's was one. Philly actually mm-hmm. moved a full half a game. So there's, there's a few out there. But but for the most part, uh, kind of holding on the numbers. Yeah, interesting. I'll, it's, I'm interested to see how the Jet season plays out because Zach Wilson did start to show a little bit of, of progress late in the season, got healthier. We'll see how he starts the 2022-23 season. Now we do, of course, have a very important series going on in the NHL right now, the Stanley Cup final. And we've got a series. The Bolts are on the board. They got a win on home ice last night, 6-2. to two. Uh, And obviously they were available at a nice plus 450 price to come back and win the set. We saw them do it against New York, the Colorado Avalanche, like I mentioned off the top, a very different team than the New York Rangers with the the style and speed and physicality that they bring to a game. But were there some people that bought in at that price for the Lightning to three-peat? Yeah, a few, and, and, but not overwhelming amount because uh, I'm not sure how high they, you know, the confidence level was after the Lightning lost seven nothing, uh, you know, the previous mm-hmm. game. And so uh, yeah, I think everybody believes Col- this is Colorado's year. I-, I like this matchup with these two teams. The Lightning is where Colorado is uh, now. They were there a couple years back, uh, knocking on the door, couldn't win it. Then, uh, you know, won a couple in a row. Now Colorado has been knocking on the door now, and they're in a spot to win it. So um, you're right, though. You said something very interesting there. Colorado Avalanche are not the New York Rangers. So... Um, this next game is the key game for 
uh, Tampa Bay, and uh, if they win it, they'll have a shot. Lose it, it'll be over. Yeah, and it'll be really interesting, I think, to see what happens in net for the Colorado Avalanche moving forward with Darcy Kemper having to get pulled. Pavel Francouz has had a, a good bit of success here in this postseason, the games that he has played when Kemper was injured. So as you look ahead to the game coming up tomorrow, is that another instance where people early might be buying in on Tampa in game four just because of those question marks? Or are, are we won't really know, I guess, where things are going until closer to game time. We're actually seeing good action here. We opened up the lightning. Uh, we were, let's see, minus 110. Then we went up to uh, minus 15. Now we're back to minus 110. So we're seeing a nice balance there. The total, though, we opened up five and a half. That is now up to six. I uh, didn't think that these type of games would would be, uh, you know, these type of shootouts, but so far, that's what it's turned out to be in at least a you know, couple of the games. And so um, so the total is now at six, and uh, so we're seeing more play on that, actually, uh, than we are on the game. So um, that'll, uh, I'm sure it'll be plenty of action. This NHL season has been one of our best ever for handle-wise, and these playoffs are certainly the best ever. A lot, that, a lot of that has to do with isolation. It's nice to have a game all by itself and not have to compete against the NBA. Yeah, for sure. And I did, I noticed that this morning when I was looking at the DK odds that you guys had the five and a half up there earlier. I was surprised though. What led you to put up that number? Because I mean, the three games prior had all gone over that number seven goals or eight goals. I know, but that's not the way this, this game, uh, you know, plays out on our ratings. I mean, yeah. it's, these games are not supposed to be this way. Trust These me, games. I know. Johnny, Johnny, I lost all the money betting the first two games under. I know. <laughs> You're thinking like an odds maker and uh, got you a little trouble so far. <laughs> Let's turn our attention real quickly to the NBA draft. We're just a, a couple of days away here. And since we last spoke, there has been some odds movement. Uh, our guy from Auburn, Jabari, still there, sitting as the odds-on favorite to go number one overall. But Duke's Paolo Bancaro seen a lot of steam over the weekend. Uh, what, has there been any other movement? Or can you take us into where Paolo's number was and where it is now? Yeah, he was 20 to 1, and now he's down to uh, 3. Well, uh, no, actually less than that. He's uh, plus 240. Yeah, there's, there has certainly been some steam on him. Uh, Jabari Smith's still the favorite at minus 185, and, and Holgrim's ahead of uh, Banchero, too, at plus 210. But lately, it has been a, a bunch of Banchero money. The sharps and uh, accumulation of money alike coming in. So uh, we'll see. I. I I think that the Houston wants that the Banchero with the third pick. So uh could be interesting there what this third pick could be. Maybe Houston makes a deal with Orlando and tries to trade up and get him first because Oak City looks like they'll be set on Holgram. So it's I think the teams know what they want for the uh for the odds makers. You just have to pay close attention and not get burned here. Really briefly, if you can, why do you think the NBA draft isn't anywhere as popular as the NFL draft? Because the NBA is such a popular sport. It's not promoted like the NFL is. Uh, if the NBA wanted to put the effort in and promote it like the NFL does, uh, it, it could have a chance. I don't think it'll be as successful, but mm -hmm. certainly more successful than it is. Yeah, I think there's so much potential there. Johnny, really, really appreciate the time. You're awesome. Have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Bye. That's Johnny Avello, director of sportsbook operations over at DraftKings. Great insight. I still love his comments right off the top talking about Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, but if it is, he really retired. He's done this before. Gets a call from Tom. He knows what the agent texted Adam Schefter. He's on top of it. When we uh, come back here on My Guys in Desert, we have to step aside here briefly. Hit me with your best prop. Oh, I'll hit you, rather. Uh, I got a prop that I really like in Major League Baseball coming up. And John Legaza, MLB writer for The Athletic, gives all of his best bets. Don't go anywhere. Plenty more to come on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from that local perspective. We've got city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Stormy Bon and Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas. Time for Hit Me With Your Best Prop. Apologies to Pat Benatar for that one. Uh, Hit me with your best prop. My favorite prop coming into tonight's Major League Baseball slate 15 games ahead, and I got a good one. We are targeting Chicago White Sox designated hitter Andrew Vaughn to go over one and a half total bases here today against the Toronto Blue Jays. Now listen to me. Uh, Hits, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Vaughn is unstoppable right now. He has 17 hits in his last seven games, and they're spread out. Multi-hit outings in five of those games. Most hits in all of Major League Baseball over the last week. You think that's good. But wait, there's more. In his career against Blue Jays pitcher Kevin Gossman, three for three with a double, a home run, and two RBI. Don't threaten me with a good time. We ain't scared of the Blue Jays. Take the over at plus money. Uh, (laughs) I know somebody who loves plus money more than me, more than just about anybody on the planet. And it is our good friend of the show, John Legaza, MLB writer for The Athletic, host of the Cork Stats podcast at MLB Moving Average, AVG. What's going on, my man? How's it going? I feel like you set me up with this shave and a haircut thing. Am I not supposed to hit you with a fire away? Yes! Like, how could you do that to me? You knew that was coming, man. How did I not have the foresight to do that when I said fire on the prop. Fire away. It's right there in front of me. Gosh. Gosh. Classic Stormy. Ruining the bit. What can I do? I'm sorry. (laughs) I have a very odd question for you. And I'm sure that you are well aware of it. It it made a lot of headlines last week when all the favorites were just dominating last Tuesday. There is just an absurd streak of favorites winning Major League Baseball games on Tuesdays this year. 107 and 49 for $1,707 in return on your initial investment. 
if you're betting $100 on every one of these favorites every Tuesday, we do a little segment on the show sometimes called Meaningful or Meaningless with stats. What do you take away with this? Meaningful or Meaningless? Well, I will gladly pay you on Tuesday for a meaningless stat today. To quote my boy Wimpy from Popeye, no, let's not overreact at all. Although I do think, listen, you know, for every kind of tongue-in-cheek, there might be something there to look at. And I think we have seen a widening disparity between some of the favorites and some of the underdogs. But we've seen this materialize in these waves that you and I now have spoke about all year. So I think it's really more about these streaks. The Yankees ran off 14 in a row. The Braves ran off 15 in a row. The Reds lost 6.7 million in a row to start the season. But a lot of these things kind of correct you and I spoke about the Angels as well. So I think these peaks and valleys are affecting these kind of trend numbers, mm-hmm. but you won't hear me quoting that stuff. I'm not, I'm not into that. <laughs> every every game stands alone, and I think we know from the playoffs, probably especially in baseball, there is no momentum day-to-day. Pitching is what matters to me. Yes, absolutely. Just an odd bit of dumb luck that we yeah, have seen is, here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's true. In Major League Baseball this year, we've seen a lot of the haves and have-nots, and there is that disparity. Looking to today's slate, we've got 15 games. Um, what's one that really jumped off the page for you as you analyze the slate okay i actually have a side i know i've become this prop guy lately like you said i'm i'm always about sniffing out edge forget the 2000 hours i put into the f5 model where i got edge that's where i'm going but i do have a nice plus money bet it's colorado and i think it's because of the bias that comes with those pitchers people see the year-to-date stats or some of the results when they're playing in course you really want to take course pitching analysis write it on a piece of paper as neatly as you can crumble it up and throw it in the garbage feltner for the rockies has been excellent four five four eight era a one one five whip those two things don't match a six seven sierra three two five sierra that's what we're looking for a 20 percent k minus walk 80 three in zone contact rate and he keeps it low he keeps it slow baby we love those grill masters here on both coasts 49 percent ground ball rate and a 310 expected woba that's where we want to be these are the things i care about regardless what day of the week it is <laughs> plus the miami offense has been really bad last 200 plate appearances dead last in strikeout rate that's at 30 percent and what else they're doing is leading the league in ground balls the two things feltner is feeding on other side castano he really pitched the over his skis last Last time out, six innings shutout ball against the Phillies. I've really we seen him as more as an opener. I see 60 career innings, a five and a half Sierra, 3% K minus walk, 90% contact rate. And that Rockies offense starting to get up off the mat. Last 240 plate appearances, a plus 300 team batting average. Last I checked, that's pretty good. They're also top three in the league in K percentage and hard hit rate. Give me the Rockies F5 plus 100. I think we wrap this one up nice and early before Dr. Seuss. Yeah, that's not a bad stat to drop there. And you talk about a lot of those streaks. Uh, Colorado coming off a three-game sweep of the Padres. Good momentum and and good baseball that we've seen from them as of late. Now listen, you love your F5s, but like you said leading into that play, you love your props specifically total bases props. And I know what I saw you like today is Brian Reynolds of the Pirates up as Pittsburgh opens up a three-game set with Chicago. Why are you targeting that one? Well, Number one, you mentioned the price. Number two, it's that black and yellow, baby. People (laughs) get these narratives and they marry these things. Teams like people produce in waves. I'm always talking about the sine wave, but that's what matters. Really also what I love about these props, Stormy, is our ability to get really granular in the analysis. And I'll show you what I mean. Really kind of eliminating variables, something else you and I talk about all the time. Really trying to stay sharp. So we're looking at Matt Swarmer for the Cubs. 21 innings year to date, not a ton, but a plus five ERA, 900 OPS. The All the bad math you could want. 56% fly ball, 46 hard hit, 14 barrel, 11 blast equals what? Four home runs per nine and a plus 1,000 OPS year to date against righties. That's everything you could want right there. So to the flip side, Reynolds, we know he's a professional hitter. He struggled out of the gate. So what? 200 batting average, first 120 plate appearances. We're not worried about that. He's been a 300 hitter since the last 49 plate appearances against righty, a 400 batting average, 1,100 OPS, and four ding-dongs. And if he doesn't get that 
total base prop against Swarmer. The Cubs bullpen has a plus nine ERA and a two whip last 30 innings. So the other thing I got to do is I got to put a gold star on my big nose because if you're listening to my show in the morning, we had this one at plus 135. I don't know. Maybe my work's becoming kind of a hot ticket because that one is now at plus 100. So I'm still on it for 100. But if you were with us when the sun was coming up, we were on it at 135. That's a real big difference. You're out here moving the numbers, John. Come on. Wow. Can you imagine? I don't think so. But wow. Who knows, man? Wow. Uh, Are there any other total base props that you like? Yes, I definitely had another one today. There's, ah, man, it's funny. There was one. I, all right, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna go for it. It was Glaber Torres with the Yankees. I, you know what? Sometimes I find myself wishy-washy. He was up against Fleming, but now they're going to Beaks. But I think a lot of it probably remains the same. Glaber last 35 plate appearances against lefties has a 1200 OPS with a 5. 80 ISO, and that's really a number that's very important when it comes to these total base props, and it's because it's a measure of extra base hits. We're looking for two bases at a time. Granted, you could get two singles. I want it all at once. 58% extra base rate with a 20% barrel, 16% blast, and six home runs against lefties the last 30 days. We know when Glaber gets going, he really gets going. I'm loving that one today. Hopefully we get it nice and early too. Listen, uh, your Yankees are just absurd right now. It's got to be so fun just as as a fan, as somebody that's followed the team for as long as you have, to see them do things that haven't been done with the organization since 1927 when it was the best team in the history of baseball. They have 50 wins in 67 games, just the seventh team ever to reach that mark in that few number of games. When you think about how far this team could go, is injuries essentially the only thing that could really stand in their way? Or at this point, what are the roadblocks that you as a fan are worried about? You you nailed it. It's it's the injuries, and unfortunately, I've seen this movie enough times to know. I believe right now the Yankees have had every starter make every start or miss the minimum starts of everyone in the league. That's just not sustainable. We've seen baseball long enough to know that they're probably going to happen, and it will be the Yankees' ability to bounce back. Right? Will we see? Debbie Garcia or Clark Schmidt? Will John Lewisga be back? Will Aroldis Chapman be back Where when the Yankees will really need him when the weather starts getting cool? So right now, the Yankees are an absolute buzz. So I'm, I love to bet against favorites. I'm not even thinking about betting against the Yankees right now. They pitch, they hit, the bullpen's fantastic, and we can't overlook the ballpark. They're tailoring the offense to the ballpark. Yes, it's smart, but not everyone does it. Matt Carpenter is going to hit home run every three times he's up in that stadium. If they continue to click at this rate, they would finish the season with 120 wins. The record is 116. It is unbelievable. Uh, John, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate you. (laughs) Oh, come on. Always my favorite time of week. That is, oh, I love him so much. It's my favorite time of the week. John Legaza, make sure you follow him on Twitter at MLB Moving Averages because he's a great job breaking down the analytics and and shares all of his bets on the Cork Stats podcast. Uh, I'm sad we're calling it quits. That hour went by so fast today on My Guys in the Desert, but really appreciate you all hanging out with us. Tomorrow on the program, we'll have more NBA draft analysis with NBA draft scout and advisor Derek Murray. Dwayne Colucci of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook going to drop by. Nick Alberga of the NHL. You're not going to want to miss it. Eight are not going to want to miss Danny Burke and Rush Hour coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.